well, this client just showed up. Here's my offer. I got to have it financing in like 10 days. And she's like, okay, I'll do it this time. And of course, it created all kinds of havoc for her team, stress. And she's like, well, I shouldn't have said yes to them. And she took ownership of their mess was that they didn't want to get their stuff. They had been connected with Jules. They didn't want to follow through with the process. And that's on them, not on you, right? And so it's important to not take ownership of that. The most inspiring stories from today's most successful mortgage brokers. Join your host, Scott Peckford, on I Love Mortgage Brokering. Hey, Broker Nation. Welcome to I Love Mortgage Brokering Podcast. I'm continuing on my 10 loans a month series. This is a tactical podcast we produce every week. And I'm your host, Scott Peckford. Today, I'm going to be talking to you about No More Mr. Nice Guy. I know that sounds maybe a little crazy, but I just spent the weekend in Puerto Vallarta with Dr. Robert Glover, who wrote this amazing book called No More Mr. Nice Guy that transformed my entire relationship relationship with my spouse. I'll dive into more what that is and explain it. And then I'll also explain how these lessons can actually be applied directly to your mortgage business and give you tactical things to think about. Before we jump into that, though, I want to give a shout out to our title sponsor, Finmo. Finmo is a Canadian mortgage application, document collection, submission platform. Very easy to use. Borrowers love it because it's intuitive. Brokers love it because as the client's filling out the app, it's automatically figuring out what documents are required. And when that app comes in, you can then go and lender spotlight and search all the lender guidelines and rates to see where they're a fit. And even before you hit the submit button and you select the lender, it's actually going to remind you, hey, don't forget, you know, this lender has these conditions and you're like, oh, so you don't waste time. And then it also pulls over submission notes so that it makes it really easy for you to submit and so the lender knows what's going on. Check it out at finmo.ca. So let's talk about no more Mr. Nice Guy. You may be thinking, man, what kind of topic is this for mortgage brokers? So let me give you some backstory and then I will tie it into how it can help you in your mortgage business. So there's this book written by Dr. Robert Glover called No More Mr. Nice Guy. And in the book, he's got a double PhD in family therapy and just a really smart dude. And he talks about, he calls it like a Mr. Nice Guy syndrome, which is basically this person who's always trying to please everybody, but ultimately they don't and they end up very frustrated. And even the people around them are frustrated and they're not a great person to be in a relationship with. And so I'll give you some examples of what he means by this. So nice guys, they give to get. So they give something with the strings attached to the get. And of course, nobody wants to be in a relationship with somebody that does that. Another thing that they do, these are just a few of the things. They have covert contracts. So a covert contract, if we're in a relationship with someone, they go, hey, I will do this for you so that you will do this for me. And we will never speak of this situation. And it creates a bad dynamic in a relationship. And I know I have definitely done that with my significant other. And then the other thing is we don't speak our mind because we want people to like us because we want people to like us. We don't actually say what we think. So when our significant other says, hey, what do you think about this? You just agree, even though deep down you don't agree. But if you do that too much, ultimately, you're fundamentally dishonest. And so there's a whole bunch more to it than this. I'm giving you a very you know brief overview. But I can tell you that when I stumbled into this book, my wife and I were going through a very challenging time. And I was just like, I don't know what we're going to do. Like, and it completely transformed for us anyways. This is not, you know, going to be everybody's situation. But for us, it definitely transformed our relationship. And so read the book multiple times, listened to a whole bunch of his podcast episodes. When I discovered that you can go down and actually meet him and hang out in his house and he'll make you a margarita and go deeper in this topic. Even though I'm in the mortgage space, I have no interest in being a coach of men, but I just thought, man, there's so much to this that would actually apply to the mortgage business. You know, when I see in the mortgage business that there's sometimes people, they will agree to things as a mortgage broker that you don't really want to do. You'll say yes to situations that you don't want to say yes to. You will let clients take advantage of you. You'll let realtors take advantage of you. You know, you'll overpromise on things because you want everybody to like you, but ultimately you feel stressed out and you're a wreck. And so there's all these areas that the same kind of principles apply. One last thought on this whole idea of 
no more Mr. Nice Guys. One of the things that he talks about a lot in his books and his work is that we're all messed up. We're perfectly imperfect. And our parents and people that raised us, parent, parents, they were also imperfect. And when we live in blame and we blame somebody, oh, you did this to me, you did that, you actually give them power and you will never get over that trauma versus, hey, they were imperfect. Doesn't mean that you know, that you have to necessarily forgive them or that you have to repair that relationship because sometimes you can't. There are toxic people, but you do have to be like, okay, they did the best they could with what they had. And now I have to decide what I'm going to do with it. And so one of the phrases that Dr. Glover talked about was be the decider. You know, I get to decide who's in my life and who's not in my life. I get to decide which clients I'm going to work with and which clients I'm not going to work with. You know, one of my previous episodes, I talked about having a no-go list. So this is a list of things you're just going to say no to, right? If these are the type of client types, you're like, I know that I can't serve these clients well. I know that every time I say yes to them, they're frustrated. I'm frustrated. The whole experience sucks. I don't want them referring their friends who are just like themselves. And so one of the things I believe you should do as a mortgage broker, you know, if you want to think about this, is that be the decider. You get to decide who you work with and you don't have to work with everybody. You know, we have the Academy and Scott Westlake is one of our amazing coaches. And so Scott has the unique distinction of doing 100 million in mortgages in a year with only 60 mortgages, really large mortgage size. So he works in the luxury space. And so I was on a coaching session with him and he was doing his session. I was listening to how he was talking about how he says no to a lot of clients. Like, nope, go to your bank. Nope, nope, nope. But the ones that he can do, he's like, I'm all in. It's like, hey, look, if that person is better served to go to their bank, because especially like he's talking about construction mortgages, he was doing one that was like a $3 million construction mortgage. And so he was saying that like, hey, look, if this person can just walk into their branch and get it done, go get it done. I'm not going to add more value to that. I'm just going to make it more challenging. But once they say no, or if it's not a fit for whatever reason, now I'm your guy. And so because he knows who he can serve, it's way less energy for him. He's not trying to convince the client to work with him that he shouldn't because if you make it really challenging for the client and then they finally stumble into their branch and the branch goes, oh, well, man, like that's easy. You're going to look like an idiot. You're going to know ultimately there's no authenticity there. So, you know, the reason Scott funds 100 million with 60 mortgages is he picks and chooses which files that he's going to work on. And so I think you get to be the decider, create a no-go list. That's the first kind of thing. The next thing that Dr. Glover talked about was never work harder at solving someone's problem than they're willing to work on it themselves. So you can have relationships in your life with, you know, significant others or, you know, whoever. Employees as a mortgage broker can be a client. So you can't work harder than the client to solve their problem. They decide that, hey, they go write an offer with no conditions. They write an offer without getting pre-approved. They write an offer with having a new job. That's not your mess. I talked about this in my last podcast. You didn't cause the mess. You're just there to help. So don't take ownership of somebody else's mess. Instead, be like, hey, I'm here to help you and I will work as equally as hard as you, but I will not work harder than you to solve this problem. Because too often, especially people who suffer from this no more Mr. Nice Guy or Mrs. Nice Girl, they will actually take ownership of that mess and they'll actually work harder than the client to solve it. And the client ultimately doesn't even appreciate it anyway. Most of the time they don't go, oh, wow, that was amazing. You know, and so if they're not willing to own their own situation and work hard at solving it, you shouldn't take ownership of it. So first tip inside is be the decider. You get to choose who you work with. The second is don't work harder at solving someone else's problem than they're willing to work at it themselves. So don't take ownership of their mess. You know, and Jules, one of my business partners told me recently, she took a client on. She goes, I knew it when I did it. I shouldn't have done it. It turned into a nightmare for my team. Way more work. Client comes to her and one of Jules' processes is if we don't have you pre-approved, we don't work with you. I mean, she did $100 million last year and she runs a very good business. And the way she does that and she gets a lot of referrals is because she has everything done. She does so much work on the front end that the loan process goes really smooth on the back end. Well, this client just showed up. Here's my offer. I got to have it financing in like 10 days. 
And she's like, okay, I'll do it this time. And of course, it created all kinds of havoc for her team, stress. And she's like, well, I shouldn't have said yes to them. And she took ownership of their mess was that they didn't want to get their stuff. They had been connected with Jules. They didn't want to follow through with the process. And that's on them, not on you, right? And so it's important to not take ownership of that. And then the last thing, there was many things. I got like pages and pages of notes, so I can't go into all of it. But the last kind of takeaway that I got from my session with Dr. Glover was you need to have cooperative reciprocal relationships. So, you know, as I said to you before, parents were imperfect. They did the best they could. And one of the things he talks about is that originally we're tribal in nature, which is why we create these communities, which is why we create all these things. And, you know, there's something called Dunbar's Law where we can really only know up to about 150 people. And so he says that, you know, people were raised in tribes and men in particular were raised in tribes. So if you didn't have that perfect father figure, he wasn't expected to have everything. He wasn't expected to know everything. You were raised by a tribe and you learned from everybody. And so when I think about this, how this applies to the mortgage business is that it's very much the same. There's people in the mortgage business that are extremely good at certain parts of the business. But the cool part is, is that if you are in tribe or in community, you can learn from each other, which is one of the things I love about our academy is that we've found some amazing coaches who have, I always say, a particular set of skills and they will teach you what they're really good at. For instance, Hannah, one of our coaches, she took her business from you know working on everything in her business to now only doing one phone call with her clients and doing amazing business with a single phone call. Her team runs everything else. How did you do that? Again, you can learn that in tribe and community by having somebody show you how to do it. And so I think, you know, for me, the last sort of takeaway that I got from my session was, and just a reminder of we change best in community. Nobody has all the answers, but as a community, we can support and help each other. And if you want to check out a great book on that, Change Your Die is a fantastic book that was written, I think about like 15 or 20 years ago. And there's some amazing studies done in that, but you can check that out, Change Your Die. So let's just do a quick recap on this. First, you know, how do I not be the no more Mr. Nice guy in my mortgage business or no more Mr. Nice gal? Be the decider. You get to decide who you work with, who you don't, who gets your time, who doesn't get your time. Second, don't work harder at solving someone else's problem than they're willing to work on it themselves, right? Don't take ownership of their mess. And then finally, you need cooperative reciprocal relationships where we get to learn from one another. And the one thing I didn't actually define with the cooperative reciprocal relationships, which I'll just touch on, is that a cooperative reciprocal relationship is essentially I have a relationship with someone and there's a benefit for both of us. You know, a non-cooperative reciprocal relationship would be a toxic relationship. You know, you may have somebody in your life. Sometimes, unfortunately, it's family. That can be the toxic side of it. But because, again, nobody has all the answers, but in community and tribe, we can learn from one another. Hopefully you find that helpful. I highly recommend, especially the guys listening to this, go read that book, man. It will mess you up in a good way. I recommended it to some of my coaching clients and one guy messaged me. He's like, dude, that book wrecked my life, but in a good way. Go check it out. It was an amazing session. Check out his work. And I just thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. If you're listening to this, we have our academy is opening up its doors again here very shortly. So if you go to 10loansamonth.com, We've got some amazing coaches lined up for this next session. And so if you want to find out who the coaches are, what their superpower is, I touched on a couple of them today. Go check that out. We have an amazing community. Go to 10loansamonth.com, get on the wait list. And thanks again for listening to this. And thank you especially to Dr. Glover for the work that you do and just the impact that you've had on so many people's lives. It was an awesome session and I highly recommend you guys check out the book. This is an I Love Mortgage Brokering production.